the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, let's go back into the Bruce Hooley Show Wayback Machine, shall we? Uh, Exactly 10 days ago, I played this audio for you of Republican Congressman Byron Donalds and MSNBC commentator Joy Reid. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? That is not true. That is actually not true. No, it's actually not true. It's actually not true. It's actually not true. It's actually not true. But it's actually not true. financial community. That's actually not true. Social Security will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. Should we not prepare for that? What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security, which would actually subject Social Security. Okay, enough of Joy Ann. Enough. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Social Security insolvent. Is that true? Joanne Reed says it's not true. Said it 10 times. Not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. Fresh projections from the Congressional Budget Office. Oh, not from House Republicans. Not from Florida Congressperson Byron Donald's office. From the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office. Show that the Old Age and Survivors Insurance Trust Fund, also known as Social Security, will be exhausted by 2033 if benefits are paid as scheduled. Uh, Social Security beneficiaries got an 8.7% increase in their monthly checks in January, the largest cost-of-living increase since 1981. So your Social Security check went up $146 if you are one of the average recipients. So you're now getting $1,827 a month, up from 1681 that's according to the Social Security Administration, also a nonpartisan organization. So Joy Reid is wrong. What do you think Joy Reid will do? We think she'll call Byron Donalds and say, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry that I spread such misinformation. Well, I'm going to tell you, as a Social Security recipient yes. at this time yes. in my life, yes. I work part-time here. Mm-hmm. I also work part-time at the arena mm-hmm. because I enjoy still working. Yes. However, I was required my entire adult life. And I've been working since the age of 16 mm-hmm. to pay into Social Security. Yeah. So I can guarantee you if they change anything <laughs> about the current be happy, huh? Social Security, there will be a storming yeah. of Washington and I will be leading the charge. You will be the storm. I will. Pam be. will be the storm. And many will be following. Yes. yes. Because, because Social Security we is. We didn't have a choice. No, you didn't. No, none no. of us have a choice. No, Unless you're don't. a teacher. Oh, then you well, have a choice. That's fine. Opers, yeah. teachers, they go. They pay into their own systems. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Social Security. No, but they get but a it, sweet it, retirement. I, I got to tell you, I get very irritated every time this subject comes up for my family when they were, and now it's my turn. And it's irritating that it's fear mongering. They are fear-mongering and upsetting anyone who's over the age of 62 that either is or plans to take Social Security. Every time they throw this out there to the media, the media just gobbles it up. Yeah. Well, it's a genuine concern because they do have to pay for it. I mean, eventually you do have to pay for it. So Pam is right. 
It's funded by payroll taxes yep. and income tax on benefits. The current payroll tax is about 12.4% of your earnings go into this, up to 147000 bucks. So if you make up to one hundred forty-seven grand, you are taxed at 12.4% for Social Security. Uh, employees and their employers each pay half of the 12.4%. So that's the employee pays half, the employer pays half. But this subject comes up every few years, no matter who's in power in Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's, to me, it's it's just fear-mongering. It upsets people, and then eventually they figure it out, and they, you know, well, they, they make it work. Ki- they kick the can down the road. Uh, that's pe- fine. People like me, who are self-employed, pay the full amount. I did that for four years yes. of my life. Wonderful. Yes. Uh so how do they fix this? Well, one of the ways is to reduce. Oh, Pam, don't come after me. I'm just reading. Uh, they can change the rules for anyone that's currently working, but anybody who's currently on Social Security, that's not appropriate. I think that's probably I don't a even think that's illegal. Yeah. Reducing scheduled benefits by an amount equivalent to 4.9% of taxable payroll. Typical government gobbledygook. Nobody can understand any of that. But I just wanted to read that story because it comes from the Congressional Budget Office. And Joy Reid kept saying, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true. It is true. It is true, and any thinking person knows it's true. Of course, she's not a thinking person, so I shouldn't be surprised that she thinks it is not true. Speaking of not thinking, what was Joe Biden doing? And now Mike Pence with classified documents. Neither is allowed to have them, by the way. Biden has a vice president or senator, and Pence is a vice president. Trump is allowed to have them. We're still debating whether he's allowed to have them. I would be fine with penalizing him for having them because I think it is the best way to stop this nonsense from happening. And I think, by the way, the more we hear about more classified documents being where classified documents are not supposed to be, it is hard to believe that there is no compromising of something that was important to our nation. I'm not saying necessarily our national security, but there's a reason the documents are top secret, right? You don't want prying eyes to see them. So this is not good. Now, the Biden excuse, well, they were myriad in the beginning. He takes classified documents very seriously. Yes, very seriously. And uh, this was an accident. This is the Hillary Clinton defense. This is an accident. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. I have a question. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just going to throw this at you. If If any of these individuals that we're speaking of here if the classified documents are in a locked vault mm-hmm. type of like locked closet, a skiff, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, some that's where type they're of, supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, some some type of locked place where documents would be kept. Yeah. for instance, uh, in in a home, would you be okay with that? No. Versus them just being in a filing cabinet next to the Corvette. No, I wouldn't be fine no. with it because they're not supposed to be there. What's the law? They're supposed to not be there. Well, I was trying to trying to make. A definition here between President, former President Trump. It sounded like his was behind a. Well, locked his were being guarded by the Secret Service, and the Secret Service were yeah. on site. Correct. Yeah. Versus these other two that now we're hearing about. Yes, in the garage. Like uh, and I don't know where they are at Pence's house, but the thing is, we have a protocol for these documents. There's a special way they are to be read. They are not to be taken home. They are not to be moved. And so how about we stick to the protocol? Or how about we change the protocol? One or the other. Like, that doesn't seem to be hard. Like, 
Does the president think about who we're talking about here? We're talking about a U.S. Senator Joe Biden, a vice president, Joe Biden, a vice president, Mike Pence and a president, Donald Trump. Do any of those people in those positions of power have a hard time getting people to come and do whatever they want them to do? Like if you're a U.S. senator, can you say, hey, uh, my daughter has a piano recital. I don't have time to read these classified documents here. Is there a way you could like bring them to my house? And the answer would be either no or yes, but people would do that for you or would tell you, well, let's make it easy for you, Mr. Vice, Mr. Senator, let's do it this way or let's do it that way. Like, it's not like no one is willing to help you. On t- You're not asking for something of no consequence. These are classified documents. You would think when you call about classified documents, people say, oh, the vice president is calling about classified documents. We should maybe prioritize this. Well, I was going to go run down to the corner of Starbucks and get a coffee. Classified documents, Bill. Let's prioritize that over coffee from Starbucks. Like, this is inane that anybody would act like this was not preventable. Or like the the people who are in charge of these documents wouldn't do whatever they had to do to keep them in the chain of custody. Like, this is inexcusable for Trump. This is inexcusable for Pence. This is inexcusable for Biden. And I get sick and tired of hearing of the excuses. Oh, I was inadvertent. Oh, I take him very seriously. No, you don't. No, you don't. And how can it be inadvertent? When they bring them to you, you read them in a room that is designated a secure location so nobody can peer in there and look around. Like, this is a supervised activity. And for you to walk out with them is not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. So, but because we're, above all things, hyper-partisan on everything, we have to find a way to justify it. How about we just say, no, this is wrong. It's a violation of the law. We're not going to put up with it. We're going to penalize you for it. We're going to extract some kind of penalty. If it's good enough for the 15-year-old kid in the inner city who steals a car, it's good enough for you. All right, let's hit a couple lightning round audio sound bites on the Joe Biden document scandal. Here is uh, Carl Rove making plain what uh, most liberal media will not say. Yes, but we're a long way from its conclusion, and it's simply going to get uglier. Who took that document out of the skiff? Remember, the se- senator, then Senator Biden, is by himself in that skiff. There's no uh, aid there, uh, so he took it. And similarly, when the, the, the bulk of these documents were documents that he received as vice president of the United States. Who do we think took those out of his office and took them home? It was him. He was mishandling them, at least in the beginning, to say, toss it in a stack. That's what I want to take home. Yeah, not, uh, not a plausible reason why Joe Biden would have these documents. You're not allowed to take them home. You are definitely supervised while you do it. So somebody else in on it, I don't know. Kellyanne Conway also says that the PR strategy the Biden White House has employed mm, needs work. Everybody should be very disturbed by a couple of the facts. One, these papers were from his from his time in the Senate, if not his vice presidency. He left the Senate in 2008 
when they won the presidency or early 09. It's 2023, everybody. So these documents have been moved a few times. They are admitting culpability. So I think this will go long, and it's definitely hurting him politically also because they're just not telling the truth. Yeah, telling the truth would be a good idea. But, of course, that would require somebody in the Biden administration to prioritize truth. And uh, the administration that tells you that the withdrawal from Afghanistan was an extraordinary success, the administration that would tell you that the border is secure, the administration that would tell you that uh, gas prices are coming, he's doing everything he can to, to lower gas prices. By the way, gas prices are going up, have you noticed? They're creeping up over three fifty a gallon. Whose fault is that? Oh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says it's because of international and climate events. She says, uh, Winter Storm Elliott caused us to pull 2 million barrels off the U.S. market. That crimp in supply causes prices to go up. The average price of gas in the United States is 343 per gallon, up from 309 a month ago. I always thought after the midterm elections, after there was accountability for prices and everything else, that the gas prices would go back up. They wanted us to pay high gas prices to get us all to drive electric cars, right? We shouldn't be surprised if that is the case. Now, the long view of this Biden document scandal is interesting because I do think that this drip, drip, dripping is indicative of a party that realizes it has a problem in Joe Biden running for re-election. Is it a coincidence that this disclosure of classified documents coincided with what we all thought was going to be Joe Biden announcing that he was running for re-election in 2024? I mean, the rumors were out there, right? Rampant rumors. Joe Biden's going to announce. He's going to announce. He's going to announce. Oh, look, we can classify documents. Why would that be? Let's say Joe Biden announces he is going to run for re-election. Well, that pretty much stops anybody else in the Democratic Party from announcing their own plans to run for re-election. Because undermining the stature of a sitting president is a recipe for that sitting president being defeated in the next presidential election. And all Democrats know this. How comfortable could they feel that Biden could possibly win the 2024 election? I mean, they dodged the bullet of all bullets in the midterms. Do they want to try that again? Like Biden thinks that he's doing great. I know he's a doddering old idiot. But are they that clueless throughout the party? Do they really think that two more years of Biden stumbling and bumbling his way through press conference after press conference. Maybe there's a catastrophic event out there for him. Maybe not, but I don't think he has the stamina to run an ardent campaign in the summer of 2024. Do you? I mean, guy's on vacation like seven days out of 10. He calls lids at the White House and he's not available after 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't even sure he's up by 10 o'clock in the morning. So they need somebody younger and more robust and with a better chance of winning. And, oh, what do you know? Just about the time Biden was going to say he was going to run. Here comes this scandal. Oh, wait, another document, another day, another day, another document. And I do think it's ingenious how they just sort of let the Biden White House twist out there and come up with their own feckless explanations for all of this including Karine Jean-Pierre at the podium. Oh, man, what a treat that is. Karine Jean-Pierre at the podium. 
Everything she says, she's reading. You know this, right? Everything she says, she is reading. So I just want to play yesterday her explanation for who's to blame for rising gas prices. And as she's reading this to you, stumbling over virtually every word, ask yourself this question. Couldn't any kid at any school in America, in any school play, read their lines better than this? Now House Republicans are using their narrow majority to force the American people to pay higher gas prices just as big oil companies are amassing record profits. What's even more alarming is that this isn't this is only this is not the only attempt by House Republicans majority to raise costs on middle middle class families. House Republicans are also pushing a tax increase on middle class families and inflation worsening tax cut for the rich and high prescription drugs. Now that House is Republicans- so, so, so bad. She's looking down the whole time and then occasionally she'll look up and then she'll try to sell it with a little hand gesture or whatever. She's horrible at her job. Horrible at her job. And no one knows it better than somebody who has actually done her job. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is now the governor of Arkansas. She's a really good governor of Arkansas. She's advocating for school choice in Arkansas. She's signing it into law. Get a clue, Mike DeWine. Do the same. But before Sarah Huckabee Sanders was governor of Arkansas, she was what? She was presidential press secretary. So here she is on the job Corinne Jean-Pierre is doing. Maybe he just now is starting to take it seriously since they have found them everywhere. Because clearly that wasn't the case uh, when he was stashing them in his garage and uh, all over other other places. But I, I think that it's important that reporters other than Peter Ducey are finally starting to yeah. hold her feet to the fire and finally starting to ask hard questions and not giving a free pass. Uh, I've actually been happy about the way that the White House press corps has finally started to right. push for real answers from this White House. Now, unfortunately, they haven't gotten any, but they are at least starting to aggressively ask questions, uh, certainly not letting them off the hook. The way that they have been treated over the last couple of years is nothing compared to the intensity and the criticism that we had during the Trump administration. But I'm glad to see that they're at least starting to ask hard questions. I wish we could get some answers. But frankly, she has a terrible story to tell. The difference is when I was in the Trump administration, we had a great story to tell. The economy was booming. Our country was safer. Our border was more secure. Things that were positive were happening. She doesn't have any of those things to talk about. And that makes her job infinitely harder. Well... I wouldn't give her that pass because they give her a big fat notebook of stuff to talk about. It's not like she has to come up with any original thoughts. I'm not sure she has any. Now, a a normal, competent, thinking person would not agree to those parameters to do that job. They would say, no, I'm competent. I'm I'm informed. I want to be in the meetings. I'll I'll answer the questions. I'm capable of doing this. Jen Psaki, as much as I didn't like her, could do that. Corinne Jean-Pierre can't. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.